and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And we have seen the new Top Gun movie starring Tom Cruise, of course. It's Top Gun Maverick. And Matt's going to tell us what it's about. So yeah, uh, Tom Cruise plays Pete Maverick Mitchell. And he is called back into action uh, to help train a set of 12 uh, Top Gun uh, cadets, so not really cadets, they've actually already gone through the Top Gun program, but they're coming back uh, to train for a special mission uh, to help destroy some uranium outpost in a country that's never named. <laughs> and yeah, Tom Cruise is brought back to train them. There's there's some there's some tension because one of the trainees is um, Bradley, uh, <laughs> goes by the call sign Rooster, played by Miles Teller. He is the son of um the the dude who was killed in the first movie uh, goose goose yes <laughs> uh who was played by anthony edwards and so there's some there's some uh hostility there uh from rooster to to maverick um val kilmer's back in this as the Iceman, who's now commander of the pacific fleet he's actually kind of been looking over uh maverick all these years because he's sort of a well he's a maverick <laughs> and uh not well liked by a lot of higher ups. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a legacy sequel as they're calling them these days. And I thought it was pretty good overall. What did you think? Um, I agree. I thought it was very good. Um, I'm glad we saw the original film for the first time recently because I feel like there's, there's a lot of callbacks to that first film in this movie. Particularly near the beginning, there's a lot of just visual callbacks, you know, the, the leather jacket and the riding the motorcycle and the, the planes taking off. It, it could have been lifted right from the original film. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of that. Um, thematically, there's some uh, callbacks, too. I mean, there's some, uh, some of these, you know, young fighter pilots in the Top Gun program. Um, there's kind of the really cocky, arrogant one. And there's, there's similar kind of, um, conflicts between them that we see in the first film. Um, but I liked this movie actually better than the original film. And I think one of the reasons is the, the stakes seemed higher. So, uh, you, there was more tension. There was more excitement. Um, of course, you know, it's many years later. So the, you know, this, the special effects or, I don't know how I, I, there may not have been any CGI in this movie. I don't know. It all felt very real and it felt, um, you know, a, a level above the original film. Um, but the fact that they're on, you know, they have this mission and it's very risky and, um, people could die and, you know, it was very harrowing. And so there was a lot more kind of, um, for me anyway, a lot more tension and a lot more suspense. And it was just a very kind of exciting, you know, fun movie. That's my, that's my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree with all of that. And I also am glad that we re- recently watched the, the, the first Top Gun too. And we talked about it last week in an episode, but, uh, yeah, th- this, uh, this is a good sequel. It's a solid sequel. Um, you know, we're a week late on seeing it, but, uh, you know, there's been a lot of hype about it, a lot of really hyped up word of mouth and also from critics as well. Just talking about how, you know, this may even be a best picture contender. Mm. And whatever. So that always makes me go in with my guard up, right? Because I'm like, well, we'll see, we'll see. And I was, uh, like I said, I, I was, uh, enjoyed it. That said, um, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, sure, if you want to throw in like a populist best picture nominee just for the sake of it, maybe try and bump up your Oscar ratings. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and throw this in. 
uh, this doesn't strike me. This strikes me as a summer blockbuster, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I, I don't know if I would say it's the best picture nominee uh, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Cruise is good in it. I have to give him credit. You know, um, he he does a good job playing an older Pete Mitchell. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things here about you know generational uh, challenges and 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 wistfulness and memories and nostalgia uh, that I think are good. I think uh, the direction by Joseph Kaczynski is fine. I think it's fairly perfunctory and straightforward and and journeyman like you know. Uh, and it's and it's it's good. There's nothing nothing extraordinary to me about it. Um, I mean. There are a lot of aerial dogfights here, which are cool. Um, but, you know, outside of that, it's fine. I, I actually preferred the direction of Tony Scott in the original Top Gun, which I kind of mentioned a few scenes uh, in our in our previous episode. I mentioned a few scenes from that are, are, are almost iconic, right? Um, you know, to me, at least in the first part, the elephant in the room in this is the lack of like, Kelly McGillis. And even Meg Ryan a little bit, because, I mean, they really play up the whole guilt that Maverick has over the death of Goose for the first one. Um, and he's got pictures up everywhere of him and Goose together and whatever. And like I said, there's that tension between him and Miles Teller about all that. And, and you know, you, you learn later on in the movie, the Meg Ryan character, who's, you know, Goose's wife uh, from the original film, she's, she's dead. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and then Kelly McGillis... Um, well, as we've learned in the press, neither Kelly McGillis or Meg Ryan were ever asked to come back for this movie. Kelly McGillis is a little bit, sounds a little bitter about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she, Kelly McGillis was the love interest for, for Maverick, uh, Maverick in, in the first one. And, and she's not even mentioned, I don't think, in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a new love interest played by Jennifer Connelly. But Jennifer Connelly's fine in this. She doesn't have a whole lot to do except for stand behind a bar. <laughs> uh, but no, she, she's, she's good. Um, I think, you know, one thing I heard from people this past week was their favorite scene was uh, in this movie was the one with Val Kilmer. And I have to say, you know, that was my favorite scene as well. You know, Val Kilmer um, cannot speak. His character speaks in this movie. And I read afterwards that was actually AI. That was the, based upon I calling, you know, hours and hours of his voice and putting it together uh, from previous recordings. Uh, that was not actually him now speaking. Um but his scene is very poignant and Val Kilmer does a really fine job acting with just his face and his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that scene was pretty, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, it, I thought it was fine. It, it, <laughs> it, I liked it better than the first Top Gun. Yeah. I think because the the first film resonates so strongly in this movie, certainly in terms of the the rooster character and, you know, his relationship with Tom Cruise, that's a central part of this movie. Um, and that works really well. I mean, I admit that I got uh, choked up a few times um, there. And, but because the, the first movie is so, um, uh, there's so many callbacks to that first movie, it really did make Kelly McGillis's absence rather conspicuous. Um, cause yeah, she's nowhere to be seen or mentioned or, or anything. So you can't help but wonder. I mean, I sat there during the movie several times thinking, I wonder what happened to her character. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and, and the way that they 
they, 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 the way that they frame his relationship with the Jennifer Connelly character is very almost it's framed very nostalgically. Like yeah. they had they had been together They've previously. Had a long history. Yeah, and at one point somebody says, "Don't break her heart again" and stuff. And I was sitting there like, "Who is this person? Like, where where where?" where? <laughs> it's almost like it was meant to be played by Kelly McGillis at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore, but um, but yeah. So that's that's kind of a, a, a weird. A weird thing and i i agree with you that um tom cruise is good he still has he's he's charming you know regardless of what you think of him he's a charming actor and uh, he does a really good job here and my favorite scene also was the the val kilmer scene i thought that was handled very sensitively and he did a great job and um yeah that's another one that gets you kind of choked up i even kind of get choked up thinking back on it so uh so yeah, there's a lot of lot of good things uh, to recommend this movie. Yeah, um, I also want to mention you know this movie is more diverse. I mean it's 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 you know coming out thirty some years later, right? Uh, than the original. The original, it was as I think was the case back then in, in the Navy. It was all dudes who were the fighter pilots, and I think there was like there was like one black character in that. I think mm. maybe, but um, you know here, you know you've got a female fighter pilot played by Monica Barbero. Um, you've got um, that kind of more diversity is you've got uh, uh, Latinos, you've got uh, African Americans. Um, you know, you, you, you've, 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 you know, diversified the cast a bit, which I think is good. Yeah. And I will say too, this movie's cheesy. I mean, this movie, uh, and I mean that in the sense of some of the plot points and some of the things that happen, particularly toward the end. But here's the thing: I mean, you you need to know that going in. I mean, you need to expect that going mm-hmm. in. I mean, this is not reality 101. I mean, this movie is a mixture of reality and a little bit of fantasy, right? As, as far as how things play out. Yeah. You, you you need to be on board with that or else you're not going to like this movie. Right. Uh, I, I was fine with it. No, yeah. I, I, you expect that going in. And that reminds me of the, the score. So we have Harold Faltermeyer's score again, which is rather bombastic. <clears throat> and at times, I mean... There's music swelling, and, and you know you're supposed to be feeling all of this emotion, and it's a bit it's a bit cheesy, um, but it, but it works in the context of, of this movie, um, and you you know you have some of the, you have Danger Zone back from the original <laughs> movie. Sadly, we 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 don't have uh, the Berlin song "Take My Breath Away" anymore. Yeah. But I guess that's that was Kelly McGillis' song, and she, <laughs> Kelly she, who she no longer exists. Yeah. So. I mean, in the opening credits, you have this trifecta uh, when it says music by on the that shows up on the screen. And it's like Harold Faltermeyer, Lady Gaga, Hans Zimmer. I was like, whoa. I know. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's, that's, that's a trifecta. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I give it an eight. What do you give it? I also give it an eight. All right. So it's an eight from us. It is <clears throat> a 97% certified fresh on the tomato meter and a... <laughs> Uh, audience score of 99%. So, hey, you know. Um, Definitely a crowd pleaser. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. <laughs>